Hello everybody, welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop and my best of the year roundups. Today we're talking about the best albums, but not yet ranked, and around 100. I've narrowed down the list now to roughly my top 100, but they are so not ranked yet, so in a random order, I'm gonna describe them to you pretty fast. Stay tuned for the official ranking and any last minute changes when the newsletter edition is out very soon. So sign up, it'll be a free post, 17karatkpop.substack.com. Are you ready? Let's just get into it. TXT, the name chapter, Temptation. A beautifully done concept album that tells the story of a night in Neverland and then the deception, the mirage of it all, realizing it was not the beautiful, fulfilling, utopic experience they had expected. The sugar high wears off, they realize the need to leave Neverland because it's actually a trap, not just some fun playground. Then they escape into adulthood in the follow-up album, the name chapter, Freefall, trying to get out of Peter Pan's clutches despite their immense fear and uncertainty around doing so. Both albums have to be on this list. They tell two parts of both a whimsical story, gone, dark, and a great metaphor for life and what it feels like to go from childhood to adulthood and how that experience changes you as a person. A story of growing up told with just masterful skill. I've written about in past essays on my site for a reason. Really well done. Monster X, Reason. Filled with classic Monster X-isms that takes Huns to the next level, like Juhani's ad-libs, Kihyun's high notes, they're doing what they do best, but in new and newly compelling ways. Mars 23, Not So Far Away, a mix of rap, hip-hop, and pop-punk styles, and a mix of emotional extremes. It's reductive to just call it a doom and gloom album because it is also about the thought that the rainbow could still come out after the storm. It's an album about turbulent inner worlds, your mindset, but also the chance freedom is, as the album title attests, not so far away. Twice, Ready to Be. Such great polished pop bops set me free one of the songs of the year. And the songs have an interesting self-assuredness, proving that a confident take-charge image and a flirty in-the-mood-for-love one are not mutually exclusive. Truly empowering anthems where they sing about staying in charge of their own relationships and direction. Ozzy, Attica, A-D-I-C-A, meaning after dark, I come alive. The zombie metaphors and other exaggerations actually kind of make the lyrics more relatable because they make them more memorable and easy to visualize. He finds unique ways to tell stories about inner demons. Fans of Deep Hair Ian, not sonically, but just visually and in terms of vivid storytelling, will like Ozzy. Baby Metal, the other one. What They Do Best, a mix of headbane-worthy rock with EDM, details, and operatic finishing touches. Each song, a massive electro-rock slash orchestral, over-the-top on purpose, very dramatic, extra-dramatic rush of energy, so that the singing is just a bonus, the instrumental's already captivating. Taemin, Guilty. It starts out at its most melodramatic, most scene-setting, to go with the dramatic music video. But as it goes, it gets more soft, more vulnerable. It's almost like his confident and villainous alter ego in his ongoing narrative is the face of the album, but the b-sides and just time wears away at that image to reveal his true self. It's really well done and shows his ability to shift his voice into different character modes. 
Jimin Face, a great pop album that has something extra special in the small details, the addition of background noise, like he's in the middle of a party, other sound effects, like alarms going off, lots of small sonic additions both immerse you in the listening experience and really make you feel like it's an intimate one, like you're getting access to his innermost mental recesses. B.I. to Die For Like three stories in one, multiple timelines, multiple story interpretations, depending on how you perceive the story. If you follow it based on track list order of events, track video release date order of events, the story can go in reverse or forwards. Either way, telling a flashback-riddled, complex-on-purpose tale of memory, love, and loss. Extinary Heroes, both their albums this year, Deadlock and Livelock. Both really playful pop rock jam sessions with so much personality and just a great balancing act between seeming too extra with their delivery and just angsty enough and balancing genres well. They're never too much of anything. They walk a lot of tight ropes. Gem Revelacion, a C-pop star's first ever Spanish album which is so atmospheric, so immersive, the echoes, the rattling sounds, the rushing water, the pauses, the heavy pauses. You are swept into quite an all-encompassing listening experience that puts you at the center of the cinema of it all. Watching You Hope An excellently titled album, if I do say so myself, with very nice lengthier songs and a backup choir, this momentum that's constant and gives each song the feeling, oh my gosh, this would be so next level to watch a live version of. Lay Seraphim, Unforgiven. A solidification of their group image as both sending messages of being stronger together, girl power, and just as individuals, shining bright. Zunia, Grateful, a mix of rapping and singing in songs that also mixes songs with a more stripped-back feel with more auto-tune-focused ones to make for a very just unpredictable, lengthy mixture of songs to ensure that just everyone can pick a favorite. There's something in it for everybody. Cardi, Inside Out. There are fun, evil laughs and echoes in other distortions vocally that just make this a haunted house meets psychedelic party vibe that is so one of a kind. A mix of power ballads and headbangers for some inexplicable reasons. They really are unique. Ayumi Hamasaki, Remember You. There are more highs than lows with fun, speedy dance pop, but there are also some slowed down numbers. The right balance. New Jeans, Get Up. Full of so many examples of the list of reasons you could say they are so popular. Your arguments are all laid out quite nicely in Get Up. It's the soft delivery, the mix of repetition and movement subtly in the production, the instrumentals, the sweet youthful lyrics most of the time, the detail-oriented instincts. NCT Dojejun, Perfume. Gorgeous harmonies from a terrific trio that are so compatible and a built-in marketing concept that makes each song feel like it was meant to be part of that same package. Bottling up another scent in a way. The analogies write themselves. The promo was as smooth as their voices. 
NCT127 will also have to be on this list for AO. The repackage that added very worthy additions to last year's album. DJ Superfun, Skyscraper Goes Off, So Intense, and AO is peak NCT in the ways it takes what should sound annoying, that sharp alarm sound, and makes it musical, melodic. A similar finesse with working with a bunch of sounds that should not go together or get catchy, should just be garbled messes but are turned into musical magic, that occurs through other NCT releases from this year too that have to be on this list, including ISTJ by NCT Dream and Golden Age by NCT as a whole. Taeyeon 2X a short and straightforward, yet also complete feeling and complex breakup album that doesn't shy away from describing a toxic relationship or the earned confidence and inner strength by the end. Kwon Jin Ah, The Flag. A well-done arc from the percussion, guitar, and strings making Night Ride, the rising action, then you have the peak, the gem of the album, Raise Up the Flag, falling action through the more R&B and synth these days, and ends with the piano ballad As I Dream and the guitar-backed Butterfly. A nice, short, but effective sampling of her vocal power in many forms. Mengia, aka Gia, Gialand. The middle is a bit more, frankly, skippable. The highs are at the start and ending. Real just EDM, bangers through and through. It's the soundtrack both for a night of endless dancing and the tired day afterwards. Davida, Naughty. It is indeed a naughty album, and she just sounds so fantastic, whether singing G-rated or higher lyrics. It's a lustful R&B album that her voice just carries. BSS, Second Wind. A delightful pick-me-up with three tracks, one designed for each part of the day, overtly. Their morning anthem, an afternoon soundtrack, and then a fun, chill nighttime track. So a pep talk for each phase of the day, delivered in a very humorous way. Card Icky. Another classic card release with the uncompromising way they combine four personalities, four musical instincts into the songs. They do not compromise anyone's solo assets for the release, which leads to very one-of-a-kind concoctions. AB6, The Future Is Ours, Lost. A classic example of sad dance music, super happy, upbeat instrumentals with some pretty dark lyrics that show a mix of just the youthful playfulness and a more mature lyricism. They're growing up, but naturally. Kiss of Life, both the self-titled debut release and the newer one, Born to be XX. The newest one really leans into throwback R&B vibes, which is very appreciated. The debut one is more varied, with a cool, different direction for each member solo track. From pop-punk to throwback R&B, there's a more down-the-middle pop offering, and then a more sassy, mature, flirty one. Soyun, Episode 1, Love. The pacing, the structure, the chapters, it all seems purposeful in its discombobulation. It is a mishmash of puzzle pieces. It's meant to be kind of jolting and keep you on your toes as a listener. It's like a nightmare more than sweeping you up into a dreamscape. The listening experience is unconventional in a way that works in terms of the story. Sometimes, ironically, the appeal of a release comes in the ways it makes you unsettled and not calm at all. Sean Dokasa 
tons of wild sound effects and curveballs, different filters his voice goes through, different distortions to the synths. He really just kind of messed around and made a very messy in a good way musical mosaic. His best moments are when he's singing with his most cavalier tone, yet also kind of passionate too. Red Velvet, Chillkill. They're classic mix of extremes, contrasting extremes, sweet, angelic, high-pitched, airy, beautiful voices mixed with songs that show off this literally killer story and instincts. So dark turns for sure, but also music box ready turns. B2B, Wind and Wish. The melodrama we've come to know and love from them, proving they have this dance ballad genre focus they have totally rewritten the rules for, merging stylistic, carefree instincts with dramatic delivery. Kingdom. Several History of Kingdom series installments, Mujin and Jahan. They always bring a great mix of fun and just goofiness like ma 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 and other lyrics like that. But there's nonsense but also narrative. So there's drama, there's swelling, strings and other instruments. There's a cinematic score to it all, but it also doesn't take itself too seriously. Ash Island, Rose. Confessional lyrics, but also tons of bravado, self-hype, a breakup album in a very Ash Island way that doesn't linger on the sadness. It's a natural growth in his artistry, but also keeps the focus on his Ravi-esque sound. Luz, L-U-Z, Amulet. A fantastic, zero skips, creepy but in a campy way, delight. Super frantic, fast-paced joy mixed with pop rock goodness, all with this spooky spin. It's all very creepy in a not creepy way. Rocky Horror-esque more than, I don't know, The Shining-esque. Very vivid, just auditorily, with some more rollicking instrumentals, others more disciplined, but always loop-worthy. P1 Harmony, Harmony, All In, an endearing and earnest release that has their refreshing optimism on full display, confident songs that also cover some deeper subject matter like self-worth, but always in just such a sweet, encouraging way. They act like hype people for themselves, but you too. It's a comforting release that's also just full of confidence. Bam Bam, Sour and Sweet. A very personal release that shows a story in a package deal form. Like, it's not complete without the visuals. A cool multimedia way to get his message across. With his solo introduction to his story through a series of videos, video scenes, that range from cartoons to 4D with specific color symbolism. Very animated, literally and figuratively, ways to tell the chapters of his life story. Then put them all together in Sour and Sweet. That still makes a cohesive listening experience. Really well done, really thoughtful and detailed. Woods, Uli, an album about growing like a phoenix, rising out of the ashes. The songs follow a natural order alongside his thought process. So go with him on an emotional evolution and journey of introspection. And by the end, you'll see him go from despondent and despairing to defiant and determined. G Idol, I Feel. A wonderfully immodest, bold release that is their most mature yet lyrically and features welcome returns of old subject matter that they revisit now as new, mature, and more fearless women. Joe Yuri, Love All. 
a cool contrast showing her bright likable self through the title track taxi and then getting more slow solemn and reflective on the b-sides so she packs an emotional punch and just charms you reina washio for my dear understated pop that as i've said before on the show doesn't go out with a whimper or a bang it's just somewhere in the middle understated mid-tempo pop that has a lot to say but delivers it in an unassuming package cindy wang bite back roughly half ballads and half just pop bops a nice balancing act and each song is not just part of a whole it also stands alone as a can't miss very distinct addition no copycats here XG, new DNA. Their signature swagger abounds, as well as this determination to really redefine their world with new acronyms, new ways of abbreviating. They are putting their own spin on even just song titles. Every little detail, there's for the taking and remaking, which explains why they just throw genre specificity caution to the wind. V, layover. An A-plus way to execute a concept that is very rooted in classical music and jazz, but is also modern. Many modern touches and a great premise overall for a debut release. A layover that evokes so many feelings, so many varied interpretations, that title's ability to be applied differently depending on the listener helps further show this release's including this timeless appeal in more ways than one. And it ties the past to the here and now. Shishi, Boomerang. Everyone should find a song they like here. There's so much here from 90s R&B-esque TMT to slow, jazzy-ish Lucid Dream to the synth-pop INFP, chill alt R&B. There's also alt-pop, alt-rock in a way, alt-dance-pop. The alt in every type of music, she emphasizes, really plays by her own rules. The best song, I would say, is Unwind. But I also want to shout out the great collab with these wonderful electronic finishing touches, her collab with Karen Cece, Addicted. Since The Soloist She really kills it on this rap album. There are songs critiquing capitalism, materialism. There are songs about trying to keep up appearances and then go against social media trends. An inferiority complex driven by social media algorithms. Lots of social commentary, as biting as her F-off messages and attitude. Lots of punny play on words, too. She's really a, a talented rapper all around. Zior Park, Where Does Sasquatch Live? Part 2. An overt homage to kids' TV shows. Very kids' TV show soundtrack-esque. In a way that actually keeps you listening way more than you thought. It'll get stuck in your head. Give it time. Don't judge it by its cover. And he imbues really valuable lessons for any age in his repetitive, G-rated songs. Trident, Dream Up. A J-Rock group at the top of their game, building on their own songs. So as the listening experience keeps going, it just gets better and better. And it starts out more pointed and direct, but then it doesn't necessarily meander in the second half. It just becomes a bigger picture, more abstract, metaphorical focus. Millet, 5AM. She continues to be one of my all-time favorite solo artists, a just fantastic singer with a beautiful, raw, piercing quality to her voice and just knowing perfectly how to match the mood, pacing, tempo, all of it. Her voice just magically transforms songs, makes them bend to her will, can't say enough good things about her, and I love that she goes more punk than ever on this album.
beautiful aching ballads too, as is her norm, but of course coexisting with faster stuff and more rock influences than before. The best song might be Hell Club, but I have to think about it. Kane Daniel, Realize, spelled like real lies. A real mastering of his alt-rock sound that just suits him so well. The songs are befitting the very epic videos they are the soundtrack for. Very suspenseful and a great spotlight on his irreplicable voice. Crush, Wonder Ego. Speaking of irreplicable voices, it's a great mix of his crooning ballads and his just playful side, just ready to have a blast and dance and get the world to shimmy along with him. The Rose, Duel. Indeed, it's like listening to two albums in one release, the dawn to dusk, but then repeated. So the first half has the sensation of a story unfolding, dawn to dusk. The evolution of part two is kind of a repeat. So it is like two dawns to dusks instead of one, which, as I've written about before on my site, really compounds the era's message of the sun rising another day, because they have a day one and a day two situation. It's very hopeful honing of their sound, but in an an expansive way. Ms. Uja, a look back on the past four decades of life where she tries to give just a bunch of advice, so the album could be quite a companion advice book as people try to navigate this crazy world, covers a lot of subjects, and makes them quite digestible with city pop and other light choices, lightening up choices for dense subjects. I've, I've mine, and I've, I've. Both are like several albums in one that just run the gamut. R&B influences, sassy, fast-paced pop, trap and bass-heavy songs like Batty. They really are just running the gamut, showing they can pull off any concept. Route 1, Beyond Imagination. An electronica album where the songs kind of follow a general blueprint, but also stay experimental. It's a solid but short release that should be a nice taste of what's to come for them. Augusty D-Day, a very profound album. You can't just listen to it. You gotta look up the lyrics, too. He really has told such a deep, thought-provoking story with so much commentary on the state of the world today. I could spend hours analyzing it for you. It really is a profound work, and his rapping is just next level. No holds barred. Taeyeon, Shalala. He covers everything in this solo release, from first love to other childhood, era memories to loss. And he validates and legitimizes a lot of underrated emotional blows, like the loss of a pet, and treats those emotions with the care and attention they deserve. The album doesn't just look back, though, but look forward with a bunch of what-if scenarios played out with the title track in its video. Dreamcatcher, I might put one, might put both, Villains and Apocalypse from Us on this list. They just stay in familiar pop rock territory and rockets. Start to finish stay exciting, especially with those just great way to pull you in intro tracks. EXO exist. Its singles might seem relatively simplistic for them, and some might say weak, but the B-sides really show they've still got it. They have much more musical variety and interest and just funky alternative choices in the B-sides. So it's much more than what first meets your ear. Super Dragon, Mirror. They continue to cover an astounding range from EDM to pop to jazz to rock, ballads. They are so genreless, uncategorizable. Chanmina, Naked. 
Speaking of uncategorizable, she just has such a big range. Punk pop, heavily auto-tuned, interesting rapping, EDM inspiration, interesting auto-tuned tweaks, tons of attitude. She brings her all to this. Bears it all. Eight turn, Uncharted Drift. The sound kind of morphs naturally from adrenaline-fueled to a more laid-back content type of pleased. It stays very upbeat and cheerful, but mellows out gradually. Meme Tokyo, Memetic Infection. They stay in a J-pop, J-electropop wheelhouse, but mix it up with new pairings and just keep on playing with digitizing and sound effecting <laughs> to every song. They clearly had just so much fun making it. Mazel Carnival. Indeed, the soundtrack like you're at a real carnival is part of the song Carnival and Lightning 2. Then they offer the soundtrack for a holiday that is a total 180. There's also a dramatic live choir-esque delivery. It's a short EP, but just so sonically strong and attention-commanding. Adai Circles, Version Up, and Lucembles, Lucemble. They both show a lot of nice, subtle nods back to Luna, Lunaverse premises, symbolism references, color symbolism references the most. Their nods back to where the story began, very appreciated. They didn't forget where it started, but they both branched out to do their own thing too and just show their beautiful voices paired together really well in the subunits. Huang Minghyun, Truth or Lie. He has such a gift for just knowing how to tailor his voice and expressions through his voice to the sound of the instruments. So the tone stays in ace assignment and he also kind of mixes things up because he started with the piano ballad, then went to the more energetic stuff. Quite a reversal for the typical K-pop album format. Kai Rover. He's just such a natural at R&B and hip-hop influenced work. So this was bound to be a hit. He just keeps topping himself and is such a compelling stage presence through his voice alone. Mamamoo Plus, Act 1, Scene 1. They really have a unique spunk and humor, a wink and a nod attitude to their work. It's very not taking itself too seriously. Very fun, cheeky lyrics delivered in just such a playful way. They have such an interesting dynamic as a duo. Shiny, hard. That team really stays such a solid team. Their unison-harmonized trademark moments are just so endlessly appealing. They also just have fun, though, so they really flex vocal chops, but sometimes they just kind of talk rap instead or get more low-key in other ways. One Us is Giuk, both for Psycho-Cybernetics, Turnover, and Rise Waves. An alt-punk kind of sound. I found Psycho-Cybernetics the better release because it told an interesting story of time travel. So he soundtracked his character's journey from the year 2100 back to 2020 to 2021, etc. So he themed each song around the feelings that he does or would hypothetically associate with that year. It was really clever. Zyker's House of Tricky, Doorbell Ringing. A very scene-setting release that is just the perfect accompaniment to the universe they set up. The world-building of their videos, especially because the album does include a monologue that introduces you to their wacky, spooky, almost Scooby-Doo-esque, funny version of a scary story. Marani, The Drift. 
Very punchy lyrics and a great ear for detail, knowing how to switch up the sounds as the listening experience unfolds to keep it just so smooth in its flow and interesting. And I love when she goes into kind of a, an ominous, hushed voice. Taeyang, down to earth. Lots of 80s and 90s K-pop inspo, plus he incorporates his present-day experiences, his present-day love story, diary entry style, confessions. Confessional, yet smooth and low-key sounding. Stray Kids, they might have to have all three on here. The Sound, Five Star, and Rockstar. They are full of such explosive, dynamic mixes of rapping and singing, vulnerable confessions, and hyping yourself up pep talks, of bold declarations, and shyer moments, second-guess moments, of fantastical narrative building, and down-to-earth, deep reflection, always knocking it out of the park, and because it's so hands-on, it is irreplaceable. No one else could do it like them. Purple Kiss for both Cabin Fever and Festa. Their voices are so, well, they were underrated. I'd like to think their U.S. tour made them rated better, but still underrated, I think, are just their songs. The lyrics really have a lot of depth to them, but are delivered in catchy pop formats and include some clever nods back to their past eras all the time. So their story continues to come out like installments of additions to the same book. Rea Suda, Circle very affecting, emotionally striking vocal performances. Very raw, powerful. They feel so authentic, like you're hearing her belt out her diary entries, but she also has brighter feelings in mellower moments too. Epic High, Strawberry. They really have quite a way with words. So many fun, witty, sharp remarks mixed with very serious, profound, symbolic play on words. They really just have a cool flow that goes all over the place from the most nonsensical to the most profound. And hyphen, dark blood in orange blood, for the reasons I've spent literally hours of the show talking about and writing about online, because they are just so incredible with the multimedia storytelling. How they're using vampires and other fantastical elements as tools to tell a story about mortality, love, the passage of time, forgiveness or seeking it, the meaning of life. I mean, it's very deep and just so engrossing visually too, and so clever how it keeps tying in the webtoon story with the music video story, the short film story. It's all connected. Such a cool, giant package deal. Nogizaka 46, Ohitori Samatengoku, Special Edition. A very fast-paced party soundtrack that gets a bit slow at one point, but that's about it. They keep it full speed ahead and mix and match different styles. Juhani Lights. A really moving album with some full circle moments that just hit extra hard if you've been following his journey outside of any persona. His journey as a person led him to this point. This is the very fitting, satisfying endpoint to his emotional journey. Makes you extra proud to be a fan. 80s, The World Episode 2, Outlaw. I might pick the new album too. Honestly, it's not my favorite. Nowhere near my favorite 80s release ever, but it might grow on me. But for now, at least, Outlaw has to be on here. It is so climactic, always a climax, never dropping its excitement. They have this unselfconscious, out-of-this-world energy level and a fun, relentless energy that really adds just this very one-of-a-kind pop and memorableness to their delivery. Hey Men, Shelter. 
synth-pop finishing touches on an ominous, mood-setting, scary movie-esque soundtrack. A rock album with unexpected twists and an overall just engaging, underrated experience. King New, GNU, The Greatest Unknown. A mix of different albums in one, so you could end up walking away with a brand new interpretation of the same songs each time with the songs kind of in interesting conversations with one another and using sonic cues to kind of signal two different songs throughout the track list. They circled back to each other in fun, unexpected ways. Jihyo Zone. This Twice member really made you think what took so long for her solo superstar moment. Nightmare being a powerhouse personal favorite, but she also vibes with R&B, Latin pop, dance pop, so much. Real, R-E-O-L, Black Box. Her usual electropop, rapidly paced, adrenaline jolts, but also some more tame-for-her dance pop, which is still very fast and just so invigorating. Sakurazaka 46, Shonen Yoku, Special Edition. Really fascinating EDM industrial mixture on the title track, and other interesting choices with the B-sides, which are not just eccentric instrumentally, but have some good messages about living life on your own terms. DPR Ian, Dear Insanity. A fascinating, immersive, over-the-top-on-purpose visual and audio experience. The visuals and the songs just go hand-in-hand, telling such a cool, creative, fictional story that is at times movie-inspired, at times wholly original, at times symbolic, at times just plain fun, it seems. So many adventures and misadventures narrated with just the coolest soundtrack. Kim Sejun, Door. A testament to her all-around artistry, she has clever metaphors throughout, and her work also is strong, not just lyrically but sonically, from the Irish rock-inspired voyage to jazzier saxophone numbers like If We Do, a throwback retro sound to Jenga, the powerful Topper Cliff, and all-around talent. Pink Fun, Oh My Oh My. Very fun bubblegummy C-pop for K-pop girl group fans to fall in love with, with an unanticipated, more melancholy but still melodic midpoint. Jungkook, Golden. A strong solo start that shows him equally make the pain palpable with his ballads and make the excitement contagious on the dance-ready hits like Standing Next to You. And of course, the throwback swagger to sounds like 3D, very, very fun. And he really does impress with how well he pulls it off. Dio, Expectation. Both a straightforward, breezy story and a more serious one when you really think about it. Easy Listening masks a very emotional journey where he sings about the rise and fall of a relationship. FT Island, Sage. The air is meant to represent their fresh start, but the lyrics attest to their realization that's going to be harder than it seemed because parts of the past follow you into the future. It's a very mature, introspective, and symbolism-heavy monologue. Nerd Connection, Hard to Explain. Great explosive opener with Planet Earth. The rest of the album keeps the momentum going. They stay pretty fast-paced with this fervor that's just infectious. It's a very just bold in your face, like I said, infectious collection of songs. Lastly, of course, 17's albums. 
I have to pick FML and 17th Heaven. Honestly, for the sake of variety, I might not put Always Yours on there. It's mostly just older songs with new Japanese versions, but we'll see. Love the new additions like Ima too, so it's hard. Really fantastic work as always. This year they continued to perform songs that stay familiar yet surprising. A nice mix of the new and old, thematically, sonically, personality-wise. Their music's such a comfort. It's like an old friend you forgot some things about and they've changed the next time you reconnect, but you reconnect and every time, it's like no time passed. That's how the releases are. These are basically my picks, but there might be some last minute changes as always. So stay tuned. Again, the full official official ranking and review will be out soon. 17 karat Talk to y'all again soon. Bye everybody.